Hey friends, Dean here with some exciting news to share. You can now buy us a coffee. That's right. You can help support independent content creators like us by becoming a member of the 3324 Green Room at buymeacoffee.com slash 3324. Our episodes will always be free and that will not change, but your support at buymeacoffee.com slash 3324 will help us continue to bring you the best in music and movie podcasting, in our humble opinion. As a Green Room supporter, you'll not only have our undying gratitude, but you'll also be able to vote on which episodes we record and receive other perks for as low as $3 per month. That's the price of a cup of coffee. There's absolutely no obligation and nothing about the show will change. It's not going behind a paywall. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash 3324 for all the details. The link will be in the show notes of every episode as well. We'll see you in the green room. Our breakdown of Chapter 3 of the Book of Boba Fett is here. We've got a baby Rancor, scooter speeders, and a Wookiee beatdown, along with our hits, misses, and episode grade, all coming your way right now. Get ready for the 3324 Podcast, where lifelong friends Dean Legiro and Eric Cooper share their love of all things music and movies. Dean has directed short films and is a music trivia buff. And Eric, trained in audio engineering, brings his extensive knowledge of music and film to the conversation as they discuss, debate, and celebrate their favorite albums, films, and much more. Welcome, friends, to the 3324 Podcast special event, The Book of Boba Fett. We're covering each episode as it comes out with spoilers. But we uh, we release these episodes every Monday, the, the following Monday after they come out. So you've got time to watch it. We're not going to put this episode right out in front of it and ruin everything for you. So we give, we give you the weekend to check it out, right, Eric? That's correct. Hello, everyone. Welcome, Welcome. to our episode three. Yeah, three out of seven. <laughs> so we're going to have four yes. more episodes uh, in this limited series. Every Monday, you can get these episodes and check that out. So we're in episode three. Our episode title is The Streets of Moss Espa. Yes. Directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by John Favreau. So I'm going to guess he's written the whole thing. I think so. Yeah, I think episode six might have been co-written by, by Dave Filoni. I'm not okay. sure about that. But, but he's uh, okay. So yeah. this is like a all Favreau all the time thing. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And I, so and I think Rodriguez has the bulk of the directing chores on this. I know series, he's got so. three. Yeah. yeah. And then okay. and then the other ones are kind of <clears throat> scattered out. So why don't why don't we get right into this? And why don't you? Uh, why don't you give us the, the plot synopsis for this episode? All right. So episode three starts with a bit of exposition as Fett and Fennec Shand are learning of the true criminal hierarchy under Bib Fortuna's reign as Daimo. The conversation is interrupted, however, by a rather disrespectful respectful water merchant played by Stephen Root, <laughs> who informs them that his business is being disrupted by a gang of cybernetically enhanced youths. As Fett and Shan investigate the merchant's claims, something about the meeting meeting the youth stirs perhaps a bit of empathy from Fett as he hires them to join his crew. Back at the palace, and we find Fett in his Bakta tank. Yes, we're in for another flashback, this time with tragic results. Now part of the Tuscan tribe, Fett travels to Moss Eisley to collect payment from the Pike Syndicate, and after lulling each other in a false sense of security about protecting mutual interests, Fett returns to the village to find the tribe wiped out seemingly by the biker gang who have been terrorizing homesteads in the area. As Fed awakens from his slumber, 
He is grabbed from the tank by Kersantan, and after a brief but violent struggle, including his new young bodyguards, Shan shows up, trapping the Wookiee in the empty Rancor pit. Jabba's cousins, the twins, arrive shortly after, and in a rather odd move, apologize for sending their Wookiee assassin to kill Fett by presenting him with a gift. A semi-conscious Rancor and his keeper, played by Danny Trejo. The Huts inform the stunned Fett and Shan that they've both been deceived by the mayor of Mas Espa, Mox Shaiz, by allying himself with the Pike Syndicate, not wanting to get involved in a war. The Huts announced they are leaving Tatooine. Uh, Fett and Shan go to Mas Espa to confront the mayor, but are waylaid by his major Domo, who leads them and the young mods on a Vespa speeder chase through the streets. We cut to a shot of the Pike Syndicate now coming in full force alluding that there is most likely another party involved we haven't seen yet to involve our heroes in a war for control of Tatooine's criminal empire. So <clears throat> there it is. There was a lot there, less flashback in this episode than, right. uh, than previous ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of so, a, little, a little something different. It, it seemed like they were tying up, it seemed like they were going to be tying up the Tuscan uh, yeah. story, but apparently not. Well, I think it kind of put it to bed your, your theory about them returning later on in the series by I, I kind of figured i kind of figured that they it's either one of the either that or they were going to get slaughtered i know rodriguez was promising this series to be more of a revenge story mm-hmm. so i'm su- i'm supposing that this is where that kicks off okay clearly yeah. I, I think boba fett is probably going to track down these biker this biker gang and i think they're linked to the pike syndicate as well yeah um and i'm sure he was probably just going to go to town on them yeah. <laughs> and, well, what, and, we're, you know, what we're starting to see now too now yeah. is that we're, we're seeing a connection between the flashbacks because yeah. now the pike syndicate is was introduced that way in the flashbacks right. as as kind of passing through the area and now the pike syndicate is now in the in the now part of the series as well they're coming in so they're uh, tying to, everything together. to take yep. to take over uh the criminal enterprise or the you know the the pike syndicate is, is going to be planting their flag as it were yeah which the pikes are obviously more significant, much more significant in, in the and because, you know, in the very beginning, you had 88 explaining that the 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 hierarchy there was, you know, they, they had like the the Trandosians and there was a couple other races, but they yeah, were everything was split up all that still. significant. So that was easy for Bib Fortuna to sit back, get fat <laughs> and, yeah, and enjoy well, his spoils. Yeah, that was the know. interesting thing is they said that Bib Fortuna really just didn't didn't rule things the way Jabba did. He kind of just made alliances with everybody and let yeah. them kind of handle parts, which gave you the impression that that's not what Jabba did. Jabba had control of the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then that's what Boba Fett is coming back to do is to take over the whole the whole area or maybe try to unite right. it. So we've got yeah the the flashback was was kind of short and sweet. Um, it did set up that uh, Boba Fett came to get his tribute or, or came to get the payment. And the, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the Pikes. It's very, they're very interesting characters. Kind of like, yeah, well, we're not paying two people. Don't take this the wrong way, you know, for protection. It's kind of like, you That's know, right. what you guys sort it out. We'll, we're happy to pay you yeah. if you're the one, if you make the other problem go away. So now there's a side mission in, in the flashback area. So, so that tells me that the flashbacks are not done. Like I thought the, no, I didn't, we I were going to close so. it no. out. That, Part of it might be done with the, uh, concerning the tribe, mm-hmm. but I think we're going to see more of Boba. You know, yeah. uh, like I said, he's probably going to track down these these biker dudes and yeah, and then it's going to it's, it's going to tie <laughs> it's going to tie back up. So yeah, let's talk about those guys real quick. Uh, yeah. 
the great Stephen Root, almost unrecognizable. Oh yeah, for a yeah. moment, I, I was looking at him like Stephen Root, or you know, he looked like he looked like that actor J O Sanders. He's, he's a yes, character I know actor. Yeah, yep. I was kind of like, is that is that J O Sanders or is that? <laughs> it was, so it was Stephen Root. So he's he's the watermonger. I, I, I'm I'm insulted on behalf of you that they don't respect you. I don't think you can do it. You know, which yeah. which kind of answered some of my questions too. When the when Boba when when Fett and Shand and the two Gamorians are like walking down the street, I was literally thinking, mm-hmm. is he just going to handle every problem? Because that's not what Jabba did. Jabba had like like a, a, a force of people, like a small army. And I was literally yeah. thinking that as he was walking down the street, I'm like, he's out there too much. And then he encounters the the Borg of, of, of star Wars universe yeah, is the, yeah. the enhanced enhanced humans, which I thought were kind of cool. I, I don't a little, know. A little man. punk Rocky, you know, the, there's that little, the way they were dressed, but I, I kind of dug that they were implanting machines into them and kind of, and, and modifying. It was, it was an so interesting, it, interesting. So what thought. is this? Is this there? Is this the angst filled teenager who is, <laughs> is this star Wars version of like them, doing themselves bodily harm or what, well, what? I, well, I don't Fed, know. Fed put it to rest pretty quick. He's like, if you're yeah. not working, you work for me then you, yeah. you're saying you can't find right. a job. You're with me. And they just kind of came. So I, I kind of like that part. I'm like, Oh, okay. He's, he's now he's building like some alliances. He's getting some people on his side. Interestingly enough, I think he went, like I said, when he looked at, the, at this crew, he saw that like, they were sort of like urchins and it kind of might've reminded him of himself. You know, like the, the flashback sequence started off with him mm-hmm. with that one shot of him on Camino as a young kid watching his father fly away, yeah. you know, he's, he's being left behind. So it I keeps guess showing feel, that shot over and over yeah, too. And so in, in each episode, they show there. the same yeah. thing of the slave, a slave one mm-hmm. flying away, which is Boba, which is, well, it was Django's ship, the slave one, and then it became Boba right. Fett's ship. But yeah. they keep showing that specific shot of, of the young Boba running, running across, like getting out of bed and running across these windows and then seeing, seeing the ship go away. So it's clear um, that his dad to went off on these missions or whatever. It didn't take the kid with him. Like he, he well, was well, kind of left behind. Yeah. He was, you know, um, which I don't know what that means. I don't he know. Was if... Left with the cloners. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, he felt that they were, they were the right people to protect him, you know? So I guess there was some sense of, but you know, is, are they setting the, uh, the idea of him being abandoned? Much like mo- a lot of other characters in the yeah, Star Wars finding, universe, finding, so finding that... his purpose, perhaps. So. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and the one thing they and the one thing we learn in the flashback is that that biker gang is 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 now bigger than we thought. We thought it was just like some marauders, but obviously, if they've got enough numbers, yeah, to take out all the all those Tuscans, because those guys were were not lightly armed, the Tuscans, and they're certainly yeah, not they're formidable warriors too. Yeah, so, so. that that kind of speaks to the larger army that that these biker that this gang has. Well, I think it's um, clear that they, I think they are working in tandem with probably the Pikes or somebody, somebody else that's, that we haven't seen yet. I think yeah. there's going to be somebody significant coming into this that. Think so? You know, I think so. As if I there's not there's enough a, going on in this. Well, in this. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think, <laughs> I think there's probably a character, I would say more than mm-hmm. another syndicate, probably we're going to see someone perhaps a call back to the clone wars or, or something like as the pikes are, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, they were introduced in that series and, and, and then of course they showed up in solo, but, um, and then, <clears> uh, <throat> and then Boba Fett is rudely awakened by yeah. his back to back to tank getting opened and all the fluid spilling out and he gets grabbed and he gets tossed around by Chrysanthemum, uh, which was great to see. Wow. 
Just a ba- a badass. What a badass! I and mean, what he fellow. really was a badass. Yeah, like, I mean, the way he roars is awesome. It's not like he, they don't use like just the same Wookie. Yeah, he doesn't know, do the, all the Wookiees like sound more like roar. Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, he's got more of like a lion roar, like a, yeah, like a he's, tiger roar. He's, he's formidable. I mean, yeah, and he's oh no. man, the, the the shots he the abuse that he took. He took a, a gaffy stick stuck in his back, mm-hmm. stabbed the droid kids. Came in, I guess we'll call them. I don't know. We'll call them board yeah. board kids. Yeah. Came in and surrounded him, and they're kind of uh, one guy throws like an energy whip around his arm, and they're trying yeah. to trying to like get him under control, and he just, yeah, he just still, the, still was holding his own against like five people, and almost basically killing. Fett. And then the two Gamorians show up, and then yeah. the Wookiee just goes nuts because I guess he recognized he's probably fought Gamorians before yeah. in the arena as a gladiator, so he just goes grabs both of them like and just you know shoves Tum- them down, the, down stairs. the stairs, and then Fennec Shand shows up. Which I thought was kind of odd. I don't know if you, you know, if you thought that that was something there. What took her so long to show up? I want. Oh, that's good. That's going to be in my misses column. So we'll okay. we'll get into that in a, in okay. a couple of minutes. <laughs> We're going to deal with that. Uh, <laughs> it was just a great scene, and then it was great to see the return of a rancor. Right, you've got a rancor pit that twice enemies <laughs> or or people have been thrown into a rancor pit twice with no rancor in it. So it right. really is not serving a purpose except for maybe the perceived fright. So we're teasing what's down this. there, but yes, the, the twins show up and say, Hey, you know, we're, we're not involved in this. We're not going to, you know, there's something else going on. And they obviously knew then mm-hmm. uh, that the Pikes were, were involved and like, we're this just, you know, just leave. Everybody should just leave. It's not worth it, but here's a rancor and you can have a chrysanthemum do what you want with him, you know, keep him, kill him, uh, yeah. return him to the gladiators and, and you get a baby rancor and, 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 and Danny Trejo comes up. On this, you know, riding up over the hill, it was almost like like when Kong was being transported. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Kind of yeah. on the rat, he's kind of like brings him in, and yep. I was like, oh, okay, this this is gonna be. They brought, you know, Robert Rodriguez had to bring Danny Trejo, of course, Star Wars universe. It was, it and was you know, inevitable. he's not on the up and up either. You know, he, <laughs> he's he's seemingly very benign. I think so. Oh, come on. It's it's a, such a Trojan horse. It really, is, I'm, I think I'm not he too clearly. Sure. I think he clearly trained this thing to do some to do some shit and i really and I, yeah i i think so i, 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 I kind of just bought into that he's a he's a he's a rancor trainer and it, and it, it 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 fits like and this is what i what i liked about it too is is that that whole rancor scene about how the rancor bonds with the trainer and this kind of stuff yeah it really kind of called back to return of the jedi because back in return of the jedi it was played for like laughs that the that the rancor keeper that, was crying when he yeah. died and it was kind of like always oh, like his pet yeah. So I like that they kind of tied that that back and said, no, there's the, they're actually not just a beast. It's it imprints on on who it sees and that's can be probably trained true. And it's actually docile. That's probably true. But like when he says, you know, the, the, the first human he sees is the person he, you know, but I think he, he's the guy. I think he Trejo is the guy that he first saw. And I think he's already done some training. Yeah, I yeah. think we're going to find so. out because, you know, why? Well, let's get to the. I guess we'll get you know bring this up into misses. So that's one of my misses. That's this one of your misses. Is, okay, this is one of my head scratchers. I should say. Yeah. So know, then so. they finally, like <clears> you said in in the in the synopsis, they go see this mayor again. I mean, I don't know. They're always oh, this mayor is like the biggest paper tiger. It's just like they they feel the need to and they feel the yeah. need to respect him. Like they're not going to come barging in again. And and that oh that right the, the major domo guy that uh, yeah the yeah. Just who's the? Do you know who the actor is playing the other guy? You know the cap. No, I, the I, I, long he's got to be I'm, like a, either a family I'm, friend or or somebody for, Robert right, Rodriguez. for Rodriguez. Yeah, I, I think I, so. I gotta yeah. be, it's got to be like a friend or something. He almost looks like uh, Rob Schneider. 
I thought it was him at first. And I'm like, no, it's not him. No, he's like, you know. <laughs> so yeah, the, the major domo uh takes a takes a powder in his slow speeder <laughs> to have a, a slow speed chase through the through the streets of Mos Espa. Oh my god. And there's yeah. that little Easter egg, the the speeder uh one of the guys on the on the speeder scooters crashes through a painting and I, I still framed it. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, it's a picture of a uh, painting of, of Jabba's Jabba. palace with Jabba yes. and Boba yep. Fett and uh probably Salacious. a Ralph McQuarrie. Salacious uh, Crumb is there. Art, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not Slave Leia, though. It's uh, it, it's a Twi'lek. Um, yeah. Because I paused it. I'm like, let me look at this. Because you could tell, it, it, even though it's quick, you could tell what it was. But I'm like, let's just let me take yeah. a look at it. So um, very, very fun callback. I don't know where that painting was going. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ho- hopefully not to, hopefully not no, to probably bought it off because, the street. You know, they probably took it from the palace <laughs> and they're probably, it's a black market. They're probably you know, selling it. Be. Yeah. I, I was, I was expecting to see like, uh, like Han Solo and Carbonite, like in, in the yeah. painting, like I was kind of looking for some extra yeah. stuff, but didn't really yeah. see that. So, um, so yeah, the, the speeder, the, the chase basically ends and the, and the major dumb was like, yeah, well the mayor's working with the pikes. So mm-hmm. that ties the pikes to the past and the present, and they're they're coming en masse to Mas yeah. Espa, so it's kind of like okay, there, there's something bigger going on than just managing the mayor and managing a couple of assassins. It's Which takes me stuff. back to that my theory about somebody else coming into this because I don't think the Pikes are just they're just so many that they're they're faceless. They're you know so there's got to be someone sig- more significant involved. If the Huts are turning tail, running back to yeah. now Hutta, and they don't want to get, then you know something serious, something bigger, is, you know, something bigger is coming. So yeah, so like yeah. leave this, leave this rock. So and okay, so what what are your hits in this My episode? Hits? Yeah, um, <clears throat> we we took care of it actually mostly in the synopsis. I, I liked I liked when he recruited the gang because I was mm-hmm. like, okay, you need you do need people. You can't do this alone because you're gonna yeah. kind of you know not not do well if you don't. Uh, Chrysanthemum's attack. Oh my gosh, I just really loved the the brutality and just how he was unstoppable and yeah. you know you don't really see you see Chewbacca throwing some some fists around but you don't really see him fighting uh this guy was just brutal and, and yeah, just it was really ch- just yeah. yeah just really laying the smack down yeah the the rancor uh, you know I was never a big fan of the rancor in Jedi but I kind of I I kind of like this I like the time that they spent with it explaining and kind of I don't want to use the, I guess, the word humanizing the Rancor, meaning that it wasn't just this beast that just was like out of control, yeah. that it can be tamed. And Boba Fett's like, I want to ride it and I want to learn. And da, 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 da. so the, for me, those, those were the hits. What, what about yours? The hits for me, I, but the, the exposition, we finally get to know what the hell's going on in the present day. Right. And we're, <laughs> we're getting this information now. Yeah. We're, we're learning that obviously I think Boba's weighing over his head. First of all, I think, I think, you know, like I said before, there were things were pretty, pretty lax. I think there was some problems, but I think this was pretty a lackluster kind of crime empire going on ever since Jabba Mm -hmm. got killed. I think anything significant probably either left Tatooine or was, you know, interests were, were, you know, were were elsewhere or whatever, but these guys just sort of came in and just, there's really nothing, you know, so I kind of like that. I do like the moment where he comes back to the Tuscan camp and, there was some, it was just enough, just enough yeah. of that scene. They, they didn't, they didn't prolong it. They didn't, you know, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And just going right into the present with him being just <laughs> yanked, the, yeah, yanked the into the present, <laughs> you know, and that's about as far as it goes for me. I mean, okay. as far as, I mean, what the, the Rancor coming is, is cool. I, I love the, you know, the idea of it. I love the fact yeah. that, and like, and my, like I said, if it, if it is, 
if it does come to pass that it's it, that it is something of a, of a Trojan horse kind of thing where the rancor is going to wake up and you know take you know whatever, that, you know I think that's that's probably the case. But okay, we'll see. We'll see. All right. But so this is I'm going to roll through them quick. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's mostly uh, logic stuff. Mm-hmm. and effects so the the mm. scooter I, I like the scooters i didn't have a problem with it but they never got dirty they never get dusty during the whole chase like they're always like brand new and that's an effects issue they should have addressed that yeah i um yeah the, go ahead. The, the, the next part is a two-parter um and you kind of touched on it how did chrysanthem get into into that palace without anybody especially now that he's got more people protecting him how right. did he get in i don't mind that he got in they didn't show how he got in that's right. My final miss, which is a big one, and it annoyed me big time. They specifically showed Kersantin like charging up his energy knuckles. Mm-hmm. And he throws a Wookiee haymaker right in Boba Fett's face. And there's not a mark on and, him. And there's not a mark on him. That's right. Yep. Like they, they specifically showed that, those knuckles charging and electrifying. And he bo- he, he, he decks him. Right. Yep. And, and he gets up and there's nothing. So I've got, you know, if you're going to do that stuff, there's got to be some, some damage right. taken. So, yeah. God, your 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 misses. Well, uh, you you added one to my list with that one because <laughs> okay. I just I did you know I overlooked that. But yeah. um, so my first my first miss for me is yeah is is Chrysanthem. He all but kills one of the Gamorian guards, right? I mean he gra- I mean he grabs him by the throat and he it probably takes a big chunk. You don't see it, but he probably takes a big chunk out of. Mm. I would imagine why is Boba you know, take him to my Bacta tank right there. I think what should have happened right there is like, you killed one of mine. You work for me now. Yeah. And that could have been a take on like the whole like life debt thing mm-hmm. with the Wookiees. It kind of a twisted, you know, sure. I guess they didn't want to convey the fact that he's a slave. I think Chris Santon himself should have said, you know, like, because even when Boba says, okay, no hard feelings, you can go. Chris Santon should have, you know, turned around and said, well, no, I killed, I killed one of yours. He'll be back. You know, I'm sure he will, but I think right then and there, that could have just, yeah. they could have just avoided, you know, him coming back mm-hmm. and just done it right there. And I would have been so cool to to look forward to, to know that he's right there by Boba Fett's yeah. side. Like I thought that, that's what was going to happen. He was going to join yeah, him. But. Exactly. So a lot of apologizing, like the, the huts are just like, oh, we're sorry. We, we just tried to kill you. I was, I was like, what? <laughs> you know? So I think, again, you know, there's something there. You know, that you can read into that, apo- yeah. that half-assed apology and say, yeah, th- we sent this guy in to do- really do the job mm-hmm. because, you know, and then, but Bo was saying that he wanted, I had a problem with him saying he wanted to write it. Yeah. I don't think they should have revealed that. I don't think they should have wrote that in because that's obviously going to be the money shot at the end, yeah. I think. The chase is just, was just horrible. Absolutely. I thought it looked like something out of spy kids it was it was so slow so plotting so all righty what's your grade for this episode what do you give it i'm gonna give it a c you know because it really it really brought it down for me that okay. that chase the it was so anticlimactic and i'm just kind of scratching my head as to where they came up with this idea for these characters so um so there it is cool uh and i'm gonna go with uh in a turn of events versus my last week uh bashing of the episode i'm i'm bumping this one up to a b okay. it was enough and enough there to for me to enjoy i i really liked it better that they're bringing they're starting to move the story along so that kind of was a big one for me so um that's going to do it for our episode uh chapter three book of boba fett the streets of moss espa join us every monday for recaps for the whole series all seven episodes and again join us on social media let us know what you thought of the episodes as well for eric this has been dean And we will see you next week for chapter four of the book of Boba Fett. 
You've been listening to the 3324 Podcast with Dean Legiro and Eric Cooper. You can find us on your favorite podcast provider. So please like, subscribe, and rate to become a part of the 3324 family. Your feedback is important, so make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 3324podcast and on Twitter at 3324p to join the conversation. 